to the bonus episode of Sound Pollution. I'm going to dub these stories and songs the best of. In these episodes, we are going to have the stories behind the songs. I'm going to announce the artist and the episode before each clip. And I guess I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Enjoy the episode. Episode 1, Part 1 and Part 2, Uncle Brent from Uncle Brent and the No Stone. Forget You really felt like reminiscent to me of like the Jitten Blossoms era. Tell us what that's about. Because it seemed a little angry too, a little angrier than the other ones. <laughs> I, was, I was really, there, there are a few songs where I was really angry and that was one of them. And that one had to do with... I was in this poor relationship with this incredibly horrible person that we will not name because of legal reasons. So, so I lived with this person and we had kids together and stuff. Some people call that a marriage, but I call that a nightmare. And um, (laughs) I don't like it when people tell you what to do, but I, I really hate it when people go, Oh, you can't do that. And they imply that it's because you're stupid you're an idiot. You suck. And it's like a double put down without just coming out and saying that. Right. And so that song is all about that. And it, to me, it's talking about three specific people that have experienced things. And the first one is about a person that has disabilities and he's just trying to make it through what he's doing. And it's about him and his struggle to his parents and all these people telling him he can't do anything. And so he's like, Oh yeah, well, fuck you. I'm going to go do something. And he goes to the Olympics. Awesome. And and the second one is about kind of about body image and how people put other people down and tell them, Oh, you can't, you can't, you're not attractive. You can't be attractive. You're ugly. And your parents dress you funny, things like that. <laughs> but th- that one's about, you know, that second verse is about that. And uh, then the third, the third, the third one, a lot of people think is uh, political. And it's, eh, I don't really mean it that way, but it has to do with, you know, some people said I was dumb. I was much too dumb to be the president. Mm-hmm. And that more goes with whenever people tell other people they can't do something because they're not smart and, mm-hmm. and they may not be, but you don't need to be telling them that let them figure that out on their own. If they're not, right. smart. you know, but unfortunately what I figured out is the least smart people tend to never notice they're not smart. And then the course is just don't, I'm just trying to say, don't let anyone tell you what to do. You know, you do what you need to do to be happy and you know, barring injuring anyone emotionally, (laughs) physically, you know, do what you need to do to be happy. And don't let anyone, if you like doing something and you need to do something, you do that. And and so that's kind of what F use about or forget use about.
episode two, Communique. So your live performances must be really intense and really interesting to watch then. I saw a blip of it on YouTube. I did sneak peeks. I'm a sneaker. Okay. Yeah, we actually we actually pride ourselves in being good live uh, because there's a chemistry that we all have together when we play and yeah. because we do kind of veer off. Of course, we like to keep the structure of our songs intact because we know how fans are. We're fans too. When you yeah. go out to your bands, you want to kind of know when, you know, different changes are happening. But there's also a beauty to hearing them live as well, where they kind of veer off a little bit. So we like to really get people involved in the, the feeling of the music that we're playing. So, yeah, we think we're really good live. A lot of what you of see on the on the YouTube stuff is going to be stuff like that. Because I took I, I stepped away from the band for a while. So. I think a lot of what you see on YouTube is I, I'm not in any of that stuff. They may have continued to play some of the music, you know, that I wrote, but I, I did take a, a break from the band for a while. That's, I mean, that makes sense. You got to get a breather. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you got to do what you got to do. And you come back better. I think you come back stronger when you know, hey, I've reached my burnout. It's time to take a break. And then when Tim and I started talking again, about playing together it was kind of a no-brainer although there was some stuff that he and i had to work through personally um to make that happen again enough people know us for being the, kind of the core of the writing team of this band that when we started talking about playing together again people were getting excited like oh you guys have got to do that so that's a very interesting dynamic and i think a lot of people don't realize that when they play with the band it does become like a, it's a whole nother relationship and there is a lot of give and take would you say that that is a very important piece of advice to give yes you have to a lot like the fact that there's a lot of give and take here and there but you still try to make things work if you want to go forward with a band or with that project yeah be a level of respect because, you know, that was something that we dealt with. You have to respect each other and your your talents and just as individuals. And But I think, you know, the older you get, the, <laughs> and the more you're in bands and different projects, you kind of hopefully get a little wiser as well. Yeah, it's not, it's not all partying. And it's like, no, these are relationships you really have to culture or you have to, you have to care for and feed and respect each other. We actually are interested in um, giving back, too, because... We don't want to just make it like um, we, we like to do like benefits for uh, we've done for animal shelters and different kind of benefits. Some lady needs so uh, a heart pump or something like that. Or we we've been given a lot. Um, we want to give back a lot too. Um, we we hope that we can contribute and not just be takers. You know that's that's really good. I wish more people would do that. What would you say your most fun benefit was or the one that you you enjoyed doing the most my favorite one was where we got we brought home our cat yay <laughs> that would be my favorite yeah yeah um we did an animal shelter and we brought home our bet my best cat i ever had his name was fu man fu man like fu man that was probably my favorite one also yep great yeah. do you still have it no, unfortunately, oh. he died several years ago. I keep asking questions that are sad unintentionally. <laughs> I told, hey, I told you we have a story, so. You did. You told me. <laughs> the thing is, though, I mean, I think it's really good because 
see, that's the thing is sometimes life is not always that great. I mean, and, and you know, we're sitting here, we could be on TV trying to sugarcoat something that everything's just great, but just that's not true though. And we don't want to, you know, perpetuate that kind of garbage that, you know, if you're, you're not making a lot of money, there's something wrong with you or for everything's, you know, you're not jumping up and down for joy every split second, then something's wrong with you. That's just, that's right, un- right. That's unreasonable to well, expect that from life. You and know? that's where a lot of our motivation comes from in our writing as well, is that we like to, what Tim and I have always liked to do is that we like to write to where, write to people can actually relate to it. It's real. It's not yeah. like another sugar-coated love song or something. Well, yeah, if it was all if, if it was all roses and blue skies, you would miss out on a lot of good blues music. There would be no Billy Holiday. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> perfectly candid. Um, I got to admit that some of our adversity we did cause ourselves. I mean, I know I did. You know, so we did. We all do it. It's okay. But coming up is hard. What, what advice would you give somebody that's just starting on that path? But my advice would be you have to be willing to be your own best advocate because when you're talking about promoting your music, first of all, you have to believe in it because other people are not if you don't. But that doesn't, that doesn't always mean that other people are if you do. Um, one thing that Communicate has learned is that we do not try and be something that we're not. We go out there and we are who we are and you're either going to like it or you're not. And, you know, we're not going to be mad if someone doesn't like it. We'll just move on and, and keep finding, you know, I, a gentleman that I, I've worked for uh, with for a long time that travels the world now and entertains, he said, he gave us a good piece of advice years ago. He said, uh, find your audience. That's what you need to do. It's not about becoming something to get everyone to like you. You find your audience. So, But lastly, we live in a really good day and age for new and upcoming artists because there's so many resources for people to get their, the word out about what they do, including things like this and being a part of a podcast uh, and, and getting interviewed and having your music played. That's my two cents. Mine, I would say, stick to your guns. You know, whatever kind of music you're doing that you believe in, somewhere out there, you have a crowd. You have uh, uh, some fans that want to hear that kind of stuff. Uh, It may require you to, you know, search online to find them, but they're out there. So stick to your guns and believe in what you're doing. Believe in yourself. Believe in your music. Um... And, you know, there's all sorts of technology nowadays for musicians to be record at home. Uh, You know, you can make it sound as good or as bad as you want. Um, (laughs) There's so much technology at musicians' fingertips nowadays. Uh, It's really easy to get your out. Yeah, and I would just say, understand how precious your ideas really are. you have something that nobody else has um and also um uh, stay away uh from alcohol and drugs you know they're just going to waste time and they're going to keep you from getting really high you know anybody who's a real musician that knows you can get real high on the music that alcohol is going to bring you down and waste your time you know value who you are I didn't ask you about can you, which was that was a live track, wasn't it? 
I kind of liked the background ambience in that ambiance. Ambience that was done during our South by Southwest showcase of 2013. Oh, cool! And uh, you can hear the crowds in the background. They were really digging what we were putting out on stage that day. We enjoyed playing South by, and the crowds enjoyed hearing what we had. Um, it's it's a live track, and I think it captures the band's essence live uh, at at our finest moment, one of our finest moments. Well, thank you. And that song was written, uh, I wrote the lyrics to kind of talk about, you know, um, taking a different look on things. You know, like, if you listen to the lyrics, it kind of... It's like, oh, I didn't think about that like that or this like this. It just, it's kind of what it's trying to do is, is get you out of a, of a particular mindset of looking at things a certain way. It's like, hey, think out of the box. That's one of the things that communicates big on is playing music outside of the box. So I want people to think outside of the box. And we actually have kind of an interesting story about that South by Southwest show as well. Um, we, uh, <laughs> our band lineup as we knew it at that time. Uh, we knew that when we were going up on stage for that show, that was it. That was our last gig, which oh. three of us were there, but we were breaking up. And so uh, it was it was pretty heart wrenching. Um, we uh, the downtown traffic in Austin is horrible during South by Southwest. So we were already limited on the slot that we already had to play. And so our set was cut about, I don't know, 15 minutes short. And when they told us that we had to get off stage, I remember getting down on my knees and throwing my microphone down and just crying because I knew that was our last gig. Um, and so people that were clapping and everything that wanted us to play more, they had no idea why we also wanted to play more. But it was one of our best shows. Well, the track is amazing. And I couldn't imagine how emotional that had to be for you guys. Very. Very. But you came back together in the end, so.
Kelly Newton. And tell us about Shadows Dance. Shadows Dance, this song was fun. I did like a full production with this. I had brought in a violinist who's in Mama Said String Band. And they just won a bunch, I think they won Best Album in Lexington Music Awards. Really? Yeah, they're going places. They're, they're have a to look great them up. band. Yeah, Mama Said String Band. They're getting around. It's fun to watch them grow. But um, David, the violinist, he came in and did a track for me on that, or several tracks, and I got to pick from he was so cool to work with and then i had uh recorded at tnt studios which is like the old falk audio building over in fern valley is that where it's at anyway um <laughs> and then i had uh it, it, it was cool he had like a real reverb box like it wasn't fake reverb it was like coming through a real box which I kind of understand all the way, but not really. <laughs> but it was like more authentic, you know. It was yeah. not digital. And uh, I thought, uh, let's see, we got. Tr- and then I had drums and bass. It was like a full production. And then I actually have a video for it now too, that um, you can find on YouTube. Shadows Dance, Kelly Newton, Kelly Newton songs is what I am on YouTube because there's a lot of Kelly Newton songwriters. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I found. It's wow. hard to find me on YouTube because <laughs> there's a lot. Thought. Yeah, there's like two or three. Um, and then, so, um, there's a fun, yeah, the video just came out, actually. What's the song about? Uh, it is about finding lightness through darkness. Ooh. And, like, I had just come through a really dark time and this song was kind of like this inner voice that was finally coming through and being like, let's, Let's get through this. <laughs> you know? You can do it. Yeah. But also still, like, like having the angel and the demon, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of going on in like, the song a little bit. Like, finding the light versus I could really do some revenge right now. Mm, so I'm finding, yeah. <laughs> or just, like, even to yourself, I guess, more self-destructive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready? 
Tip of my hat, know where it's at And as a matter of fact Shadows may lack life But they dance on sunny days Dance on sunny days It's been a long time So I've been 
Episode 4, Mike from the Ghost Hookers and the soon-to-be Before Pictures. Rinsebender, I was going to say I really, really liked that one. What's the story behind that song? Um, it was a true story, but it wasn't me that spent the rent. I was renting a room. I was living in Sunnyvale working, I believe, for Hitachi at the time. Mm-hmm. Taking lessons from Mark. This was right after I came back from those two magical shows with Proud Flesh in Southern California. And I thought I was going to be a punk star for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and it turns out, you know, that was like, I think, April 4th and 5th. Well, the meth freaks didn't pay the rent. And I didn't know they were on drugs because I, I never really saw them. And the landlord came over because you know, they broke one of the windows. And I was hardly oh. ever home. And they kicked everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> I was like, and he looked at me and i looked at him and i thought you look like a normal person i thought you know okay i'm gonna wheel this half stack out of the door and get in this piece of crap saturn i'm driving and figure it out and you know it was weird and i thought there's a song in this and that that was it uh it, the rest of it's embellishment but yeah it's like two idiots that um did not pay the rent they parted it away you know it's a cautionary tale i guess i don't know the monk well you're incredibly talented i've sort of been grooving to the tracks you've sent me <laughs> honestly all day um oh that's so sweet i got a lot more i can send you 
one of the tracks I sent you is from my uh, album with Bobby Sachs. So it's got yeah. the, you know, last year's when I made that album and I was just completely <laughs> enchanted by by horns. It's particularly um, John Coltrane, Sonny mm-hmm. Rollins, Miles Davis. I mean, that's what I really, really like to listen to is uh, Co- I listen to Coltrane, Sonny Rollins, Miles Davis every day. Oh, um, for sure. But but that's what I was that's what I was into. I can't do that myself, so I got my friend Bobby Sachs to uh, help me with it, and he did an yeah. excellent job. The Good Rain is from last year, and then that's the that's an eight song album called Soul of the City Streets, and that that's the one that's got our man Bobby Sachs on every song. He's he so good. To, he played for <laughs> Marvin Gaye. He played the last eight shows with Marvin Gaye. A lot of other uh, you know big names also. He played. He toured with the Jacksons. He toured with the OJ's. Frank with uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays, Maurice Williams. Uh, but yeah, he played the last eight shows with Marvin Gaye before Marvin's passing. We we so only played we've only played a couple shows together. We and we played a an album release party for that last year. It was one of the greatest days of my life. Oh, I imagine. And uh, we had a, a very lovely turnout. Um, great people, and it was just so much fun. And we're not going to be able to do that this year because we're all on quarantine.
right, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by, taking the time to listen to this bonus episode. To get more information about the musicians you heard in this episode, as always, look right down below there in the description. I'll give you addresses to their website, email, social media, so check them out. Support your independent musicians. Make some noise. <laughs>